everybody. Welcome back to my episode of Shooting for the Stars with Shuddy Mills. So, today I just want to discuss about some upcoming collaboration like got coming up. So, have a collaboration coming up with an artist down in Airdrie, Alberta, coming up. And then we got that one with Jared Daniel in Calgary. So, you got the song Stand Your Ground and Unwritten Story. So, yeah. And then these songs are going to be very profound and it's going to have a lot of meaning behind it. And I think it's can be really valuable to people to actually have a listen to these tracks and it's going to be provide a value to them that they're looking for because when you're looking to provide for an audience you want to look to provide some value to them that would help them maneuver themselves and kind of launch themselves beyond their set potential so kind of that's what i realized what the collaborations are really for you really want to collaborate with people that you vibe with and have maybe not similar styles to your music but someone that you'd actually gel with and have like similar ideas have like a similar mindset okay have like a similar music goal in mind so if that music goal in mind is to get like a bunch of streams on spotify do a bunch of advertisements, do a bunch of press releases, a podcast, and all that, and so be it. That that would work. That would definitely work out. So you just have to learn to like uh, compartmentalize what you want to create when you collaborate with that particular artist. And so I just want to share what I learned about like actually like connecting with other artists and like collaborating with them. So, when you're collaborating with an artist, everybody has different ideas, but those ideas that you do have are brought together, and that's what makes the song particularly unique. You come together, and then you all have, like, different sounds. Like, as a music artist, as a rapper, you think it's, like, your voice is your instrumental. It's your instrument because you're not playing any instruments in the background. You're not playing guitar. You're not playing a piano in the background to work in conjunction in conjunction with your music like content like your lyrical content so then it's going to require that you do know how to like have a little bit of manipulation in your sounds so like manipulate knowing how to change your voice in a particular recording and when you do know how to change your voice in a particular recording then it's just like okay you know how to like change it up a bit based on like what you listen to in the particular instrumental even what I've noticed listening to different instrumentals, you notice how there's different sounds and those each beat has a different like beats per minute for sure. It has different intervals for where a snare drum and a kick drum is placed. And knowing where that snare drum is, that's gonna dictate like your tempo. Like is it gonna be upbeat? Is it gonna not be upbeat and it's gonna be more melodic and then you're just gonna have to do and is the hook gonna have more like a singing beat or what kind of application are you going to have towards it to make it uh, coincide well with uh, the musical content that you do create? And yeah, so just like talking about like certain like things within the music industry, how like things do like change, like with the way that music has evolved over the years, like the evolution of music is like, Nowadays, there's like that new version of rap. There's a trap. There's mumble rap. Holy man! Like back in the '90s, man. Like even before, like even early 2000s. This is the whole new genre has been created. But it's kind of like 
when these new like genres are created, it's almost like the uniqueness of the musical content is kind of like thrown completely under the weather, if you know what I mean. Because like nobody kind of like understands the fact that okay, not everyone's like really being original anymore. Yes, it's a new genre of music, but are we like actually putting music out there that is valuable to people that would help people solve their problems? Because if not, if not, then what are you creating? What are you creating for and anybody out there? Is anybody going to want to like listen to that particular content that uh, you do want to create? So yeah, this is why they stress the importance of collaborating with other artists because you do eventually get to network with those other audiences and you get to finally change like the way that everyone's going to view your music based on like because you're basically you're merging with another artist in a sense because you and then you're going to like share that music with their audience and their your audience is going to know about them and that's what is called collaborating it's all about that collaborating it's almost like a sales funnel of like music that you do see coming into question here and then you kind of see it coming and then yeah eventually yeah there's there's those leads that come into play and then eventually it goes through the sales funnel and then it passed through the sales funnel and then all those leads tell everybody tell their friends about it and that's how collaborating works and it goes towards other yeah but yeah even the music licensing these days is a lot different for like posting on SoCan and stuff like that. Gotta pay a little bit of fee. Gotta register in order to have stage performances. So SoCan basically is like a distribution company, release company that withholds all like your music licensing and you have to apply for this on here in order to have your performance right and to get different royalties such as mechanical royalties, like your performance royalties and all other royalties that you may get from television or performing it anywhere. So yeah, that's just a little bit of valuable information that we as artists need to know about the different royalties that do come along. And YouTube also has different royalties that pay artists as well, whether that's through Google Sense, Google Ads, whether that is through affiliate marketing that they do pay for videos for that particular like YouTube creator to share that particular advertisement on their video. And yeah, that's really valuable for artists to kind of utilize that different resource. And I thought I'd just share a little bit. Just want to share a little bit of a story that I had with uh, one of my uh, graphic arts. I had like one of my graphic arts that I was trying to like post on. And I realized that I posted the wrong graphic art online. And when I posted it, I was like, whoa, whoa. This is not the right graphic art. And I was like, whoa. And I was like a little bit panic mode a little bit because I was like okay maybe I can fix this I don't know if I can fix this I don't know and then I read something about like TuneCore which is like a distribution company or there's other uh, distribution companies people use to submit the music off that would submit it all to distributors DistroKid or CD Baby but in particular TuneCore uh, there's a certain way you can fix and resolve this issue basically they can take down the release and you'd have to pay for it again or you'd have to send an email out, I mean, TuneCore representative or whatever would be able to fix it. But I was told that it would take three to five business days to fix that. And it's going to come into effect, but it may not apply to all stores. And that's kind of the drawback. It won't apply to all stores depending 
on certain circumstances. But yeah, anyways, I thought I'd just touch base a little bit of some like experiences that I had, touch a little base about music licensing, mechanical royalties, and different royalties as a music artist, and talk about collaborating. And that'll be it for my episode today for Shooting for the Stars with Shotty Mills. I will see you guys soon for a new episode. Peace and keep shooting for the stars.